baseball. So baseball. Yeah, Hello? What's going on? Are we there? Not in San Diego. We're oh. we're here recording. We could be in San Diego. Well, I my there was we're in the championship series. Yes, we're there. We're Both. one game in for the National League. And first game to be played tonight will be the Padres Phillies again. Yeah, in the afternoon, and then the Yankees Astros. So, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, October nineteenth, in the morning, it, it, it's it's Wednesday. Sorry, if you're listening to this Wednesday, October nineteenth, in the morning, Padres are down one nothing. If you're listening to this after the game, the series is tied one to one because the Padres won today. And who should I bet in the race over at uh... – <laughs> uh, well, so, here we are. I mean, what a what a game last night. I know you have different feelings because you're a lifetime Padres fan, but um, some stellar starting pitching. Yeah, I mean, both pitchers were great. Obviously, Wheeler was just truly unhittable. I don't – I can't believe the Padres didn't run out there and check his ears or something. <laughs> what the heck Wheeler was doing out there. But, yeah, he he was nasty. His velo was up. His spin rate was up. He was just – people said it was the best start of the postseason, the best Wheeler's looked all year, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, God bless. Good start. I remember Wheeler from when he was on the Mets. I saw him a couple of times at City Field, and he is dominant. So, you know, just got to gotta move on. Hopefully we get to this next guy, Aaron Nola. Uh, sorry, yeah, Aaron Nola. Uh, we have Austin Nola on the Padres. Yeah. So yeah, let's um, let's let's fuck with Nola. Let's take him deep. And just to bring it all back home, Wheeler was one of the stupid giant trades <laughs> way back when. Oh really? Yeah. Who did he? Who was he uh, trading? Traded him for um, why am I drawing blank on his name? The guy that was a, a member of the Astros who got suspended. Um, it was going to be the coach for the Yankees, the the baseball player. He played for the Mets, played for the Astros, played for uh, Beltron. Beltron, yeah. They traded him for Beltron. Oh weird. I think that was the trade. Like that, he was the Beltron was supposed to be the the midway, you know, big trade for the Giants, and he... Fizzled. What season are we talking about? I think it was 2015, um, ah, okay, or 20, right. 2013. It was a year they didn't go to the World Series, so it was... Yeah. Those, it was a bit... And everyone was all excited. They got Beltron, and then they just, like, flopped from there on out. So. Yeah. But, as one does, um, you can't you can't put your eggs in those baskets. Nobody's feeling sorry for the uh, 2021 or 2020s 2010s Giants. No, no, we're all happy over here. But anyway, let's let's get back to what's important. So, um, the this now I have a big question for you as a Padres fan and as a baseball fan. Mm. Is this game today at 1:35, less than three hours away? Is that game a must-win for yes. the Padres? Yes. You can't go down 2-0 at home and then go to the opposition's ballpark for three games. You're not going to get out of there with uh, 
with your lives. So you got, I mean, like somebody said, the Philly fans are going to be throwing, throwing batteries at a uh, Manny and, you know, it's going to be brutal over there. So it's going to be ugly. Gotta... If I was Manny Machado, I would wear a Santa Claus outfit. <laughs> I just take it straight on, like just, you know, like walk out when they announce the team, come out in the Santa Claus outfit. So, so you just put it in their face. Like, you want who's a better uh, who's a better heel for opposing fans, Josh Naylor or Manny Machado? Well, Manny Machado, of course, because he's he's spread it around. I mean, he's done American League, National League. He's got it all. He kicked people in the leg. He threw a bat at a guy. I mean, come on, he's got it all covered, right? He um he ended um Dustin Pedroia's career essentially. Kind of, yeah. That was you know it was a. You know, it was baseball, but that's pretty much all my Red Sox fans send me that. I have a friend, Dave, who oh. I went to high school with. Yeah. Um, who's a big Red Sox fan and he hates the Padres. He just doesn't, he won't jump on the Padres bandwagon mm. as much as he probably would like to, being from San Diego. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, he's like, as long as Manny Machado's there, I will not root for the Padres. Mm. He ended Dustin Pedroia. And he, you know, we've watched videos of that slide and it's, I don't know what he was doing, but it's pretty indefensible, that slide. Um, the intent to injure is just, you know, pretty clear. So, you know, Manny Machado, though, I have to say, has, I think, reformed himself. I think he's he's turned himself – he turned the of page course. at some point in his career. Yes, you know? yes. And this is what happens when players come up at 19 years old um, and, you know, are trying to make a name for themselves. And, right. you know, they just do some questionable shit. So, oh, well. I don't recall Derek Jeter doing that kind of stuff. Well, come on. We're talking about Derek Jeter. <laughs> he didn't come up at 19 either. He was pretty young, though, wasn't he? He was young. Uh, he played at least he three, was... three and a half seasons in the Yeah, minors. but he was signed out. We, we all saw the documentary. He was young when he got signed. But um, He yeah, was it's, drafted it's... out of high school, but he didn't come to the pros at 19. Right, right. No, it, but it's it's definitely, it's it's an interesting thing because I, you know, I, I'm a, you know, I think I don't dislike Manny Machado like I used to because I've seen him change. I've seen him become a leader. I've seen him try to solve problems versus create more problems in the last two or three years. So, um, so that's, that's a good thing. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Now, Nola, who's pitching for the um, Phillies today, he hasn't given up a run in the, in the playoffs, I don't believe. I think he's oh, good for him. I think he's 2-0. So, yeah. so today's better, no better time than today. Today's the day, exactly. And I think, I think there's a couple of factors that play an advantage for the Padres today. Although I do have a question as well. Like, again... Snell starting at home versus Musgrove. Mm. Uh, Musgrove, obviously, he pitched not that long ago, so it would be. But I think, again, Snell pitching it in a friendly confines of Petco mm -hmm. versus the unfriendly, not confined Philadelphia, uh, what is it, Citizens Bank? Is that the one there? Um, Citizens Bank Ballpark or something. Ballpark, yeah, yeah whatever it is called. Um, let's just call it... Uh, veteran stadium um the you know i i think it's a good thing but they gotta win today they they i think bob melvin needs to manage this one um as best as possible and correct me if i'm wrong is the only day off they have is 
tomorrow if they play seven games. I believe that's correct. I yeah. don't think there's because again, this whole lockout thing. I think jiggered all that kind of stuff made it kind of. Um, they had to change these schedules around and whatnot. But so yeah, I, that's why I'm looking for. You know, hopefully the Padres don't press. They put the ball in play. That was a problem. You know, you can't. You got to put the ball in play because, as was shown in the ninth inning, one of the weaknesses for the Phillies is their defense. So yeah, you got to give them an opportunity to make an error. Yeah, you know. So the Padres, um, the Padres are going to use their left-handed ace Blake Snell to yeah. try and um, counteract the two game-winning home run hitters last night. Correct. Schwarber and Harper, both lefties. So hopefully if if Snell can neutralize the two threats from the left side, the rest of the Phillies lineup uh, will be their righties. Uh, Reese Hoskins is a right-handed threat. Catcher, Real Muto. Yeah. Alec Bohm. I think those are your Castellanos. Castellanos. Those four four guys are going to have to do it for the Phillies today against Snell. We'll see how how deep Snell can go. We got, we would have to at least hope for five innings, maybe six. Uh, I think that's yeah. probably his limit. I, I, I know he's on regular rest having pitched game um, three of the, yeah. no game, game. Which game did he pitch of the Dodgers series? I think on three. Friday or Saturday? Game three. So yeah, he went game that three. was Friday in San Diego. Yeah. So, um, so Friday, so Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So he's on regular rest. So um, now the the Padres, as I just refreshed here, have not announced their lineup yet, but the Phillies have, and they have mm-hmm. Schwarber leading off. Yeah, so, as he always does. So uh, this will be straight get to right, get to to see what's going on there. And the only other lefty in the lineup is Harper. So um, what's get to? Well, meaning that if if he can if they can get Schwarber right off the bat, like boom, he's you know kind of set the tone because um, Schwarber hit a home run that was epic last night. I mean, not just in in terms of no, I mean historic, not just epic, historic. Yeah, exactly. Four hundred eighty-eight feet, yeah, one hundred and twenty miles an hour yeah. exit velo off the bat. Yeah, I mean, this is probably one of the hardest balls ever hit in the history of baseball, and, and to go where it went in Petco Park is just unprecedented. I mean, regardless of what team you support or what team yeah. he's on, like just whoa. Yeah, just that ball wow. that yeah. it was fast. It was a fast homer, um, and it happened in the playoffs, which makes it extra special. It happened yeah. off a really good pitcher who yep. was who was. Pitching well. It was dealing. He, I mean, he, he had nothing to, you know. And the other home run was a Apo Taco from. Yeah. Uh, Harper can do that all day long. And, yeah. you know, I mean, the Padres, the, if, if the weather in Petco Park, I know it's a little bit warm this week, but if yeah. the weather in Petco Park, uh, in terms of whether it's the wind or whatever, um, guys like Harper and Schwarber can hit the, them out anywhere. Um, yeah which means that Soto and Machado are going to have to do this and maybe Josh Bell are going to have to do this for the Padres because people like Cronenworth, Will Myers, Hassan Kim, um, they don't have that kind of like upper deck power. So you're just, 
you know, we, we're going to have to either do the small ball string hits together or we're going to have to neutralize their deep, the Phillies deep threats. Yeah. I, I think that they need to run into one because um, yesterday they had one hit um, and two walks and, you know, they, they only thing they strung together was in the ninth there where they had the, you know, the walk and the error basically um, that was, yeah. and so I just think that they need something. They need a blast from one of those three Soto Machado. Yeah. Bell. Is bell playing with bell play today? I don't know if they'd start. Um, he's in the probable lineup. I don't know yeah. who else would DH. I guess they could go Drury, but um, they probably should have gone Drury. Um, pitch hitting yesterday instead of having Josh Bell hitting from the right side in that last yeah. game. Yeah, I, I um, think I think Bell left-handed is is preferred. Bell left-handed and then um, pinch hit with Drury from the right side when right. necessary. But do actually do it today instead of yesterday. There's a couple of head scratching moves yesterday, but we don't need to dwell no. on that. We're trying to no. turn the page here. We We're are gonna... because because in in base in in playoff baseball, it's not what you did yesterday; it's what you're going to do today and um, you know, a loss is a loss. It's no, there's nothing to, to over, overanalyze, over change. Cause it's game to game. It's not, um, you know, it's not long stats. It's short stats. So it's all about the game, the game. You got to get into the game. You got to erase what happened yesterday and just move forward. You're down one game. Um, Flush it. So, so you got to, you just got to, you, you still got to win four games, you know, going into yesterday, you had to win four games. Now the Phillies just need to win three games. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that's the, that's where you just got to bounce it out and you go back to Philadelphia and go from there. But I, I do, I, I, the other thing I like about the Padres today um, is a schedule thing is that I get the feeling, you know, the, the Padres have been, in their zone time zone for a long time now where the Phillies, I don't know when they arrived in San Diego or Southern California, uh, but I think a day game will affect them more than it will affect the Padres. That's just my take um, that there'll be a little extra something there. Uh, well, of- no, but with them coming from the East, um, a day game is just fine by them because it's afternoon. If it was it, a Padres going east to a day game, that would affect them because they're on Western you know, yeah, I, time. Yeah, I, I just still think that that there are – there's ways that you go about things. There's ways that you do things. And I think um, – I this is my opinion. I think when you are just – that's just your normal getaway game, so to speak, right, because you've been home or in, in Southern California for the last couple of weeks, week or so. Um, since the Mets, um, well, I don't know. if if I anything, think. a day game it affects um, players seeing the ball. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got a lot of white T-shirts out in the in um, the uh, outfield. Nineteen sixty-two. I'm just saying, like, um, <laughs> what I'm saying is, if Schwarber and Harper are locked in at Petco under the lights, um, it's a whole new look yeah. in a day game, and the Padres are going to be used to hitting there during the day as compared yeah. to the Phillies who I'm, I'm not sure I've ever played a day game at Petco this season uh, off the top of my head. I don't remember, but yeah. And I um, recall from one of the Dodger games, I think isn't left field or am I mixing up with Dodger stadium is left field, the sun field. Like is, 
are you looking into the sun when you no no it's the same no. as all the other state it's uh oh, okay. the sun the the you know the right field is the one in the sun mm. uh, the first baseline is the seats that are in the sun during a gotcha. day game gotcha. um so it's like dodger stadium or angel stadium or most most baseball stadiums are oriented that way yeah they're kind of clocked in that, that direction um I think I think Oracle's not because I think they when they built it they they shifted it so they had the water where it is and stuff. But um, yeah, no, very 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 interesting. Uh, I I'm looking forward to this game a lot. I think again you'll have great starting pitching. It's going to be some moment. You know the Phillies they got away with it yesterday because they have the power throughout the lineup. So when you have this kind of tight starting pitching game. You're more chances to get off on one pitch versus stringing together a few pitches, you know, where you can get a hit or, yeah. you know, walk or, you know. Um, Before and, we move on to the yeah. American League, though, um, yes. I do want to talk about Juan Soto. Okay. Um, I know he's he's finding his footing with the Padres. Um, he seems like he's settling in. He's got his swagger back. I got my swagger back. Okay. Do uh, you remember that clip? <laughs> um, I don't. Anyway, but I'll, I'll laugh for you. <laughs> it's a, um, inter, it's an internet meme. Um, I don't know what that is. But um, okay. So Soto's up last night. Yeah. Um, and he goes to a three zero count, and I believe he took a pitch on three and zero that people are saying he should have been swinging at that because mm -hmm. you know the the game unties the game there um and they're saying soto is just still a little bit timid or hesitant or just something in that millisecond of his mind is just not exactly firing like the soto we all know and mm -hmm. expect yeah so we just Soto needs to like get out of his head for that. I know he's doing better than he was, but like there's still something a little bit amiss in the synapses with Soto. And I don't know what's going on. Well, first of all, I think, um, I think three, that's a tricky one because three Oh, right. There's no one on base. I don't think when that happened. Um, and I don't know if they're losing by one or two runs at that point, but, but a base runner is really important and you can make things happen if you can get base runners on. So I, I wouldn't criticize them for taking a three Oh pitch. Um, mm. you know, I think, I think just, you know, getting a runner, that's how the Padres have been playing. If they get runners on things start to happen you even mm. saw it last night in the night they got the one runner on and the phillies kind of botched whatever that was i i still i missed aj i missed aj you ready so much on that game missed aj all right i don't know what that was or i was a little concerned i, I got that. my Okay. All right. Well, I don't think we have permission to use that. You're right. Um, you're right. Oh wait. Do you want to talk about AJ Przinsky possibly getting a managerial job after this season? 
I is it, has that been discussed other than from you? Well, we know that the White Sox um, oh. are without a manager. Um, Prasinski is one of uh, a player. You know, he fits the He's mold. Very close of a, to a, the very close. A player to who team. has a player who has had World Series success with that franchise. Mm. Of you know, so take the fact that the guy understands the game better than anybody. Uh, obviously. Um, He's a former catcher, which we've say fit print. Yeah. And he's he's of the age, beekeeping age, as we like to say. Um so put stick him in the dugout, right? Let's could go. Could be, could be. I mean, I, I was I was missing him in last night's game because oh yeah. His break I mean his performance during the Padres Dodgers was better than anything I've ever heard. So yeah. And, and him being able to break down, like, like I never, I never got a freaking straight answer about how the Phillies screwed up that play because I think Smoltz kept on saying, Oh, he did something there wrong. And I didn't know who it was, was because talking. of the shift. That I didn't know is... who he was talking about. Like he said, he did, he, you know, he didn't say who, and then it was like, and then they were, and it was like, well, I, I didn't understand what the first Bryce move Stott was. was covering second from, from as a shortstop, he's covering second from the second baseman's side. And, yeah. Um, you know, it was just a shitty throw. It was, but, so, but I know, but he kept on saying the first move and I kept on looking at the guy. Moving yeah, second, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I go, I don't know what he did wrong because the ball was like going, you know, to the towards right field. Anyway, but it was just it was just a little moment of like, oh my god, I really miss uh, AJ, you know. So um, you know, imagine I think that I too. Got my swagger back. All right, enough of that. But anyway, <laughs> AJ's reformed, like Manny Machado has reformed. So oh yeah, we'll move we'll move forward from there. But um, I think I think it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. Going to tune everything else out and just watch some day baseball. For sure. Day day playoff games are the best. Yeah. Um, I thought about going down to the game today. I just had a, a delay in one of my cases. Um, oh. So I caught a little window. So I was like, can I get down there? Yeah. That's why I texted you last night and said, hey, could you maybe get to San Diego? By I looked and I looked at Southwest Airlines and I was all. I, what know, was it? What was it looking like? Could we have done it? Oh, can well, we still do it? No. <laughs> I mean, yes, we could have done it if 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 everything was fancy free, if it was 1996, we would fancy be there right free. now. Yeah. We'd be, we'd be there right now. You know what I mean? Like, eh, you know, I was, if, it's funny. I'll just a uh, quick little side note on that. I was telling the story about one time I was going down to visit my friend in Orange County, drove down from San Francisco. He had to work or had school late or something. He says, well, I'm not going to be home until like 10 o'clock. So I drive down on the five and I stop at Dodger stadium and I watch the Dodgers and Mets play. And Beautiful. saw an amazing game and then got back in the car and continued down to Orange County. I was like, there's no way in hell that would happen today. So And what did you say to him when he walked in the door? Oh no, he was he was uh he was I had to wait for him. I was he got there. It was fine, it was all good. And then we went you got out your and, swagger back. Yeah, we Hey, enough of that. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't all right. Okay, let's move on. Okay, to to every listener on. who's sticking with us, I won't play that clip anymore for the rest of this episode. Yeah, um, but I'm having fun with it, and we haven't potted since the Padres beat the Dodgers. So correct, and and it's and that, time to just, take a little time to celebrate. Yeah, come on. And, and well, and also, I, I'm going to ask you a question. 
How many times has the Padres been in the uh, National League Championship Series? Um, well, we know about 1984 um, against the Cubs um, when they uh, they were down two games and came back and won the next three in San Diego because that's how they did it back then. Yeah, two, three. Two yeah. games, then three games. So, oh, First of all, the Championship Series, that was the last year at Championship Series was five games. Right. So Padres won that one, went to the World Series, lost to the Tigers in five games. And then not again until 1998 did the Padres make it back to the NLCS. Again, they won and went to the World Series against the juggernaut 1998 Yankees and were swept in that World Series. So the Padres... Who did they play in that championship series? Was it the Braves? Maybe it was. It probably was. I'm gonna look it up. I don't remember Check that. It out. But my point, my point is, yeah, as a Braves, those those are the only two championship series the Padres have played in, I believe. Mm-hmm. So they have never lost one. Right. They're kind of like the Marlins of the World Series. The there Marlins have never lost a World Series. They've only right. won. Well, now we're gonna change that this year. We're gonna change that. We're gonna flip that. We're gonna lose the championship series and win the World Series. No, that can't happen. No, um, um, I, I said I'm going to go to the game. If it goes to a game six and it's back in San Diego, I'm going down. Uh, all right, good. I, I got to get to a playoff game don't this buy, year. I haven't the, not counting the pandemic year. I went to a playoff game 2017, uh, 2018, 2016 too, right? Or no, no, oh, oh, I didn't go. No, right. There was no. Yeah, you're right. Um, I didn't go to any of those Mets playoff games in 2016 we were too busy getting our can shook in the uh union grounds on smith street so good um 2017 2018 2019 i went to a playoff game um and then 2020 no fans in the stands 2021 i went to the dodgers cardinals Mm. wild card game and messed that one up for me And then I didn't go to any of the Dodgers-Giants games, uh, but I should have. I did. I know you did. And then um, 2022 will be, if I don't go to any games this year, this will be the first year I don't get to a playoff game in a while. So uh, uh, kind of keep my streak alive. I have no options for playoff games. I I mean, I could play at San Diego or whatever. Yeah, you're coming to San Diego. But I did go to the last game of the season in the Coliseum, day Mm -hmm. game against the Angels, and that was my playoff game. Trout. That was fun, yeah. Like a monster shot. Uh, Otani had a perfect game going into the fifth, I think. And um, You went to that game. And what's his name, the the catcher? uh, It was uh, Voight. Voight, Voight's yeah. last game ever hits a home game winning homer. Blah blah blah. It was it was fun. It was okay. So do you want the? All uh, right, let's go American League. Do you want? Do you want the lineup? Um, the Padres lineup. Oh, did it? Did it come through? Or it, they it finally dropped. Yeah. Let's so do, it's what? Do it's that what, and then we'll um, there's some surprises. Okay. Oh, I see. Um, it. Profar in left, Soto yeah. in right, Manny at third. Cronenworth moves up to the cleanoff spot. Yeah, clean up. Drury, it's clean up. Drury but... playing first, um, and hitting fifth. Yeah. Josh Bell end at DH. 
Yep. So you've got yep. both guys in there. Myers is dropped. Hassan King, Hassan Kim's uh, playing short, hitting seventh. Yeah. Grisham center, Nola behind the plate. So Drury does get the start, but at the expense of Myers. So you're right. swapping a righty for a righty. Yeah. Bell's still in there at DH. So but you're you're taking out the one guy who actually got a hit yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Not what that's, we expected. Yeah, but, but, but that's going to no, it's a little bit different. It's going to be fun. Um, Myers has I, not looked great up there. And... I like Cronenworth. I like Crone Zone in the fourth spot. Um, yep, yep, yep. Because yep. what I've been seeing is the big over the top swings in the fourth spot. Um, and um, they need a little something put in play behind the Soto and Machado. And um, Grisham's the one I'm really curious that he had, they still have him down way at the bottom, but they're using him as a kind of a second, you yeah, know, second second time around. And those yeah. three those three guys at the bottom have been deadly. So yeah, let's let's let those guys do their thing. Don't mess with success. Keep them down there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, moving right. over to the American League. Oh, what a um, what a what a poop show. Um, they don't. They don't have starter. They don't have a lineup yet for those. Those teams. No, because it's but, later in the day. But yeah, um, we do have the postseason roster from the oh. Yankees, which is interesting. Chapman, um, made it. no. <laughs> um, we do have the postseason roster. There's some interesting inclusions and exclusions. I guess DJ Lemayhu did not pass his fitness oh, test. He wasn't. God. I guess he, they weren't feeling good enough about him coming back. Yeah, so he's out. Um, Ron Marinaccio on the pitching side will not be on the postseason roster for the ALCS, barring any sort of injury replacement. But Marinaccio was not able to get back enough from his uh, shin injury to make it back. So that means that Oswald Peraza, the rookie shortstop, is now on the postseason roster for the Yankees. And the big question is, now that Aaron Hicks got injured yesterday. He's out, right? He's out. So he's out for the rest of the season. So Hicks is injured. So does that mean they move Oswald Cabrera? Um, for those of you who aren't following this closely, there's two Oswalds rookies on the Yankees. There's Oswaldo Cabrera, who's a shortstop, who also plays left field, and Oswald Peraza, who's a shortstop, who does not play outfield. So... If they if they hate Isaiah Kiner Falefa enough, why do they um, hate him so much? Because he makes errors. Oh. Um, he he's not very solid defensively, and they really get frustrated with that. Okay, a quick so, side a quick side note: if those two guys, the two Oswalds, were on the Giants, they would have a whole promotion about where's Oswald. But anyway, moving yeah. On. <laughs> so what we're looking at for the um, hypothetical um, hypothetical optimistic lineup of the Yankee fans is Glaber, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, um, Oswaldo Cabrera back in left field, Bader in center, Trevino behind the plate, and Os Oswald Peraza at short. Um, with Isaiah Kiner-Falefa now your, your utility infielder now that Marwin Gonzalez has also been left off the ALCS roster. Oh, they left? So he, he made like one catch of a fly ball and that's it yeah no he was the he came in for hicks yesterday but so um, how do they do that how do they lose hicks and another outfielder who are their outfielders um the you've got 
you've got Judge. Yeah. Bader. You've got Bader. You've got potentially in a pinch Stanton. Right. Especially especially in Houston, where yeah. you have those Crawford boxes. It makes it a very small left field. Yes. Um there's a there's a possibility that Carpenter plays left. Oh. Um, if you want to get another lefty in to hit, um, possibly tomorrow against Verlander. Um, and, and then Oswald. Oh, right? today is Verlander. Um, anyway, yeah, today is Verlander. So Carpenter yeah. could go in as a DH mm-hmm. to get the lefty righty, and then Oswald Peraza. Mm. I mean, Oswald Cabrera is <laughs> a switch hitter, so he would turn around and hit lefty against Verlander, and then. Lastly, Tim Locastro is on the oh, right. ALCS roster as a pinch runner slash defensive replacement. So you have enough outfielders. Um, you have enough outfielders or guys who can play outfield to get you through. I mean, you've got you got Judge and Bader, two brilliant outfielders. Yeah, yeah. And you just kind of have – I mean, actually, Cabrera's been fine. Um, so well, let me just ask you this in a nutshell. Um, right field, center field – First base, second base, third base, they don't make any changes in any of those positions. Those those no. people are all gonna play no matter what. So right. catcher, they have the two catchers that can go between depending on if it's back to back, uh, you know, right. or whatever. And if you watched uh, the game yesterday, you yeah. saw there was a collision between shortstop and left field, between um Cabrera and Hicks. They collided in the outfield. Yeah. But um and those are the two problematic positions for the Yankees at the moment. Right. Because Ben and Ben Intendi, the guy who they traded for, Ooh. who was expected to be their everyday left fielder, was not able to get healthy either. So you've got real question marks. Date it's a kind of a day-to-day situation mm-hmm. at shortstop and left field yeah. for the Yankees. And yeah. we shall see when they announce the lineups who they slot in there. Can you imagine a guy being left off the ALDS roster entirely? You're a rookie. You've probably played about him. four games and start Oswald Peraza at uh, shortstop in in an ALCS at Houston for like his first playoff appearance ever. I mean, no. talk about pressure. But these guys are up for it, man. Look, I mean, Cabrera has done everything the Yankees have asked and more. I mean, the guy is just immune to pressure. He's got that. Derek Jeter, like, unflappableness. Now, Peraza, does he have that? I don't know. But they're not asking him to play out of position. All they want him to do is make a little contact, play clean shortstop, and maybe steal a base if he gets on. So so that's all said about the Yankees, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot. There, I, 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 when I, here's what I find really hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that the Yankees, with all their moolah and everything, and we're into the championship series, have so many questions at positions. So many questions. So many. Well, the, the shortstop position is a problem of their own making. Mm-hmm. The left field is not their fault. You know, ben, they went and got Benintendi. He's injured. Yeah. Hicks got a freak injury. He's injured. Like the, the left field thing is forgivable. The shortstop thing is a problem of their own making because yeah. they had a chance to go out and get somebody good or bring up one of their rookies earlier in the season. And it's, you know, kind of like the Astros did with Jeremy Pena. Like, yeah, um, the Yankees did neither. They got the stopgap guy in there, Isaiah Kiner Falefa, IKF. Seems like a wonderful dude. He won a gold glove at third base. He is not a shortstop. It's, it's the same issue where they tried to plug Glaber in there two years ago. Um, or no, last year, was it? I can't remember. Whenever that year was where they tried to experiment with Glaber at shortstop. And right. Then, uh, it just wasn't a good fit. He made all kinds of errors. 
And they're doing the same thing with now a short, uh, a third baseman turned shortstop, IKF, who, um, you know, he's a, he's a contact kind of slap hitter. He's not a great hitter. He's an excellent defender at third. He's not a shortstop. He should never have been put in that situation. Yeah. But the Yankees were trying to do a stopgap year, and you just can't do that uh, to someone. Th- shortstop is the hardest position. You have to have a yeah. top-class person in that position, um, and you can't really fudge it. Yeah, so, no, there's no faking it at shortstop. Um, there, you can't hide. You know, you, you know, when the kids are playing baseball, they never hide the kid at shortstop. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, yeah, which opens up. I mean, it, anyway, but my, my big point is that I just I just feel like across the board with them, with their bullpen, with starting pitching, way too many questions, way too many things un, un, unsolved already, and they're into the championship series. Where if you talk about the Astros, the Astros seem to – know what they're doing well i mean they don't okay. have many questions you know what i'm saying like they're not like they ha- well, yeah yeah they have start no this guy we, i mean they may look bregman is healthy when bregman is healthy they have no questions mm-hmm. um and pena is like not only is pena uh adjusted but he's actually contributing a thriving thriving in this postseason to where he's moved up to the second spot yeah. no so, I, like you look at the you look at the top six for the Astros, Altuve, Jeremy Pena, Jordan Alvarez, Bregman, Kyle Tucker, Yuri Gurriel, who's actually doing okay mm-hmm. this postseason. He, he'll put the bat in the ball every so often. Those six, terrifying, okay? Then you get a little bit of a breather um, with the rest of the lineup. But, uh, you know, same with the Yankees. I mean. Yeah, well, I, but I just think, I, I mean, Altuve obviously had a, a rough, uh, go at it there in the in the DS, but um, I just you know they're they just seem they seem to have a plan that they stick with, um, which is kind of unusual with Dusty Baker. So so um, it will be interesting. And and Verlander obviously did not have a good first start. Um, no, and of of this uh, there. In fact, I'm looking at ZRA is thirteen five in the playoffs at home. Yeah. Against the Mariners. Yeah. He looked like crap. Yeah. But their team came back and saved his butt. But but um, if the uh, if Verlander comes back today and shuts down the Yankees, you know what he might be saying? I think I got my swagger back. Oh, I, I'm I'm quitting right now. That's it. I'm done. Sorry, I'm I'm walking out. I'm, uh, not gonna, not gonna, Sorry, I won't play. I'm that not going to be second banana to that clip. <laughs> not happening. Um. So yeah, I, I just think I think that I, I'm again asking you this because you're you're you know a big Yankees fan, obviously based on all your yeah. you you know that like who's got a hang nail at any moment. Um. C- can they beat the Astros? Can they beat these Astros? If they work? beat the Astros, if they beat the Astros, it's going to kind of be almost like the Padres beating the Dodgers. It's going to be sort of like it's not though. It's not. It's going to be, um, you know, they're playing looser. They're um, 
you know, they had no rest coming off the ALDS celebration, late night flight, kind of showing up the ballpark, just a little fuzzy headed and like, hey, let's uh, let's steal one. You know, they're going to. They're they're gonna have the same mentality that the Padres had in the first two games in LA. Let's let's steal a game and bring it back to our place, get some rest. We'll get Cole on the mound for game three. And you know, if we if we can split these first two games, we'll feel great. So the Yankees are gonna be a little looser. And he, if you remember in 2019, mm -hmm. the ALCS, the Yankees did steal a game in Houston in the first two games. Came back to Yankee Stadium. Games three, four, and five. The freaking Astros won the first two, and I was furious. And then I, um, right. and I had a, like a mini personal crisis. Then the uh, Yankees won game five, which was amazing, um, which I actually didn't watch because I, uh, I, I couldn't handle how well, badly the Yankees were flailing. I think you were at the store buying new plates. <laughs> Something like that. And then, of course, they go back to Houston. And the Astros win it in six on the walk-off by Jose Altuve against right. Chapman, where he may or may not have been wearing a buzzer and told his teammates, don't rip off my shirt because I have a buzzer taped to my chest to let me know what pitch is coming. So um, both times, 2017 and 2019, that the Astros Ooh. beat the Yankees in the postseason, cheating was involved. It's been confirmed. So... They're fucked. I hate them. Let's go, Yankees. So this is the sixth straight championship series the Astros have been in, I believe. Is that yes. correct? Six six in a row, which is, I don't know if that's unprecedented. I, I imagine it is. It is unprecedented. Yeah. I don't think anyone's anyone's done that. Um, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, whew. Dusty Baker, is this his chance? Is this Dusty Baker's chance to, to win a World Series. I mean, last year was his chance. He blew. I it. think you're right. I think you're right because he he lost to a uh, a Braves team that was obviously the hot team in the playoffs. So um, the '88 win. And, and this is an interesting, you know, unlike the National League where you have the fifth and sixth seeds, right, in the championship. Oh, yeah, fifth and sixth in the championship. Um. You've got uh, the top two seeds, the top two, the ones that were supposed to be there. Right? Yeah, you've got chalk in the American League, and you've got fifth and sixth seed in the yeah. National League. Yeah, it couldn't so, be further apart. Exactly. Yeah, there's and and um, so I think that is a very interesting aspect of this too this is the matchup that everyone was talking about in june july right all-star game they were talking astros the, the yankees went and played a double header i believe right after the all-star game in houston and yep. i think the, and that was the beginning of the end of the yankees yep fantastic season um they had a good season but they went from fantastic to piss poor there in july and august um i was ready to go you don't know. I don't know what I was going to do, but I was despondent about the Yankees in August. Yeah, it was bad. And, and, um, but now, now we've got, uh, here we are, right? So this is it. This is, this is what everyone talked about. Everyone predicted, everyone expected. Uh, no one expected any of those other teams to actually 
you know, the last team standing was a team that everyone, including ourselves, picked last for the, for the central. <laughs> if it, okay, no offense to anybody who's a fan of any of the other American League teams. Yeah, that made the playoffs: the Mariners, the Guardians, the Rays, Toronto. The Rays, yeah, you you guys all sucked. Well, they, they didn't. They they sucked. sucked. Okay, suck, suck is not the word. The Guardians but- got. Guardians look the best of those, but they also aren't just aren't very good. There, there, um, there, but those definitely... four teams sucked. Okay. But but who sucked more? If you're, I'm using. I mean, the your... Rays sucked the most. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm going to use your terminology. Who sucked more? The Phillies, the Padres, and the I'm not the Mets, but the Phillies and the Padres. I think sucked more than if you're using your terminology. Were worse teams than the 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 Rays, the Blue Jays, and the. No, 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 no. I mean, in the postseason. No, I know, I just... but what, but what I'm saying is that they, they, that the Yankees and Astros, I think, had, had, uh, they were there's a separation there, right? Yeah. During, during the season. Now the National League had even more of a separation because three of the four teams that are out won over 100 games. Yeah, the four uh-huh. best teams are out okay yeah in the national league the four shittiest teams are out in the american league right right um so i don't know what this has to say about who's going to win this series no but but it is interesting because it's this 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 what i'm talking about is astros yankees is the classic right like it's the classic well yeah they're the one two they're they're gonna meet um, like I said, we've been talking about them meeting and the only team that could beat the Yankees is the Astros and the only, uh, but they're going to have to go through the Astros to win, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Right. And here we are and lots of history, lots of things. I mean, Padres Phillies, no history. Um, I dug up. All yeah. The you know, and I, I, I want to apologize to the Seattle oh. Mariners because they should have won game one. Mm. Um, they could have won game two. Yeah. Um, and then game three with that 18 inning job oh, man. where the fans had to go without beer from the eighth through the 18th inning, which seems like cruel and unusual punishment. Hmm. So the Mariners could have won any or all of those yeah. three well, games Mar- where they Mariners, got swept. Yeah. Yeah. No, that it, but it, but we knew, I, I don't, I don't think I don't think they were going to beat the Astros, even if it went four games or five games. You know, I think, I think the Astros would have won that series, and and the Mariners played really tough and all that. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, and it just kind of the American League is played out like the way that the upper people would want it to play out, right? Like, oh, this is, yeah, it's great that you had the little competition from that Seattle small market team, but okay, we're glad that didn't actually continue further. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're glad that Cleveland took the Yankees to five games because, hey, we get a five, fifth game playoff game, even though mm-hmm. it got out in prime time, but we get it on there. You know, but the Yankees still won. We're super happy about that. Because um, you know, you know that the the powers that be wanted would love to have like a Yankees Dodgers World Series, um, et cetera, et cetera. So the American League is playing along with the script. Um, and we're going to see how that plays out because I think I think you're, you're saying the Yankees are going to play loose. I'm not so sure about that because 
I think the Yankees feel so much pressure because this history between them and, you know, they're just going into that, that horrid place. Um, I hope they take a page out of the Braves uh, playbook from last world series. Um, just shut those people down and shut them up. I mean, come on, those Astro fans are, they're not, they're, they're rough. Um, yeah. It's rough to see them being happy. Let's just put it that way. Because yeah, they, absolutely. They just look like terrible. It's just like, you know, and just like, it's weird. But, um, but I, I just, I think I'm just, again, I go back to my whole thing. I find it hard to believe that a team of all the money, all the things, uh, has all this rancor. It's kind of like the Dodgers, the same thing. How do you have all this time, all this money, and you can't, you're still having questions up until the day of the game. Um, and, and, and that's, I that's why I feel like the shortstop. I mean, how do you not have a shortstop? I mean, it's like, uh, that's, that's like your shortstop. I don't care who it is. If it's a guy who could just field the ball, can't hit, stick him in the number nine slot and let him make all the plays, you know? Um, but it just seem, it just seems like this disjointed thing, and and we saw the Denny's menu come out yesterday. <laughs> I know the Guardians. I mean, I I was for for you listeners out there, I was screenshotting a couple times that the Denny's menu made an appearance in the guy's back pocket. Another time where the Denny's menu was being shown to to um, to Aaron Boone to see what he wanted on the menu, and remember that shot was hilarious because it was like, oh look over here. And I'm like, they're up five one. What are they looking at? What <laughs> what are they looking at that they can't see on the field? What do they have to go on this this color graded chart to figure out what to do next? I, mean, I know it just that makes absolutely no sense to me. It's just like it's like they're just beholden to that because someone prints that out for them. Some guy, you know, some some production assistant in the in the Yankees office or wherever has a printer that prints that size paper and he <laughs> prints that out for the guy, that guy, whoever that guy is, I wish that was my job. If I was younger enough that had that position, I would know what's going to happen in the game before the manager does, because I'm printing it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like Oh, what are they going to do? Oh, look at this. You know, I would take photos of that and I like follow along, you know, during the game to see what they, what are they doing here? You know, what's, what's next? Oh, just, they should give, yeah, they should, they should hand out print, print at home, uh, bingo card slash yeah. Denny's menu. Follow along with the managerial decisions. There was that ins there was that great, uh, promotion and I believe it was the St. Louis Browns with, with Beck who had the fans decide, like they had these certain group of fans with these cards that would say, hit and run slide uh pit you know this this thing and they did a game where they let the fans make the decisions the umpire sat in a rock right. the manager right. sat in a rocking chair next to these people it's hilarious but we've kind of come to that in a weird way that that you know the dave roberts of the world are not I making know. the decisions and then there's a the fall guy and then if you saw the press conference with the guy the the whatever his name is the head of baseball operations um friedman Friedman and he was just saying, "Well, it's it was a organizational failure. It's not one person. Well, then you all yeah. should be fired. I mean, yeah, because this is not baseball. This is just like, well, come on. The Dodgers had the players to beat the Padres. They just didn't do it. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, but but and they had all the time in the world to set themselves up in the right position 
and they didn't do it and they didn't they didn't I mean they could have been out there they could have been out there playing against um their triple a team like some of the teams have been doing the Astros or yeah. whatever like no, Mookie was out there bowling. It was like well publicized. I, yes, I could not believe that one because, uh, uh, yeah, that was. So that was the Dodgers got a little cocky and just yeah. thought, oh, rest is good. We'll be fine. We're setting up our pitching. Um, yeah. And, the, you know, they, they pretty much chomped it. So they, they were like, oh, we got, you know. We got the Padres. We're, we own them. We beat them. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I, I mean, my... it, it, it was the great. It was the greatest, and because we didn't do a, a show after that, it was the. I I put it up there, and people talked about this. Is that the greatest sports upset in the history of sports? It's up yeah. there. It's up there. Um, I I wouldn't want to presume about the greatest sports upset of all time. Baseball is an unpredictable sport. Uh as they say, you can only ever predict 55, 45% percentage chance that any team's going to win any game. Um, it's more unpredictable than any of the other major sports in terms of like talent on the field and predictive results. So um, in a short series, the fact that Padres won three, that, that's not some great upset. It can happen at any time at, in baseball. So um, I, I would think like a greater upset would have to be in like college basketball or NFL or, you know, some yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, no, like, one, one was like completely yeah. overmatched. Like in a baseball game of 26 professionals, nobody's going to be overmatched uh, just because but, all of these, you got the best in the world and the game is so randomized with the, the pitching yeah, but, and the hitting but, and the spin. But and I'm, the, you know, I'm, I, here's what I got for you, though. Here's what I got. And this is why I'm putting this up there. Because, again, we're not talking small numbers. We're talking big numbers. We're talking large statistical numbers. The, the Padres and the Dodgers played the exact same schedule, the exact same teams. They played no different teams. The Dodgers won 111 games, and the Padres won, what, 90-whatever, right? Okay. Yep. So right there, statistically, boom, okay. They played head-to-head 19 times. The Padres only won, I think, five or four of them. Four. Four. They won four of those games, okay? So, right there, dominance. They, the, 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 yeah. The, and we're not, so we're not talking apples and oranges. We're talking same teams you're playing against. And just like last year, people said, well, the Giants had an easier schedule than the Dodgers. That's why we won the 170 games. They had the exact same schedule. They played the same teams. Um, and so... You look at you look at those numbers, and then you go into a four game series that one team uh, is you know had just slayed a hundred and one winner team, the Mets, and you look at the Dodgers who were sitting around, you know, bowling. I mean, that is I really when I saw yeah. that I was a, I was like really, he's out, you know, okay, great, it's your birthday or whatever, but that's what you're publicizing. That's what yeah, I bet you he probably wished that. He hadn't bowled a 300 game just so maybe he could have just bowled and nobody would have found out yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And they say in baseball, they say in baseball, momentum is only as much as the next day's starting pitcher. Correct. And that's a, um, I have to disagree with that actually because the Padres had a fuck ton of momentum coming in off the Mets series of that underdog win. And that 
translated to the Dodgers series. They came in with they came in with uh, momentum, enthusiasm, and they had they had some cachet. Hey, we've already won a series. We've already celebrated once. The Dodgers haven't even seen each other probably except for like an hour today to take some grounders or something like. Um, mm -hmm. So the there was true momentum in the playoffs, and um, I think all the the wildcard teams had a little bit of that. The, the Seattle had a little bit of that that they tried to take to the Astros and it was working until Jordan Alvarez walked them off in game one. But like, I think if anything, the Yankees have a smidge of momentum to bringing into Houston tonight. You know, they, they won, they partied, they were packed. Their bags were packed. Yeah, they got, yeah. went straight to the airport. They probably had a freaking, you know, another couple of beers on the plane. They got to their hotel room in Houston at two 30 in the morning, slept till 10 or 11. They're probably waking up like, you know, two hours ago and heading to the ballpark in, in like an hour from now. So like the Yankees are going to be a little like happy hungover. Um, they had like a geezers geezers night and they're like, they're going to be a little happy, a little, little headache. They yeah. shake it off with a little coffee. And um, I think the Yankees are going to have a little bit of momentum coming into today's and they should try and steal a game against Verlander tonight. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I, I agree because I, you know, I was asking you too, like, how does the rain delay, you know, the postponed game help the Astros or hurt the Astros too? Because, um, and this is one of the reasons why is that it, it, it actually stretches out more days off that the Astros had, and we've seen that having too many days off is not a good thing. I mean, the Mariners really pushed the Astros in every single one of those games. Mm. They lost everyone, but they really pushed them um, because the Mariners were coming off their high from Toronto, you know? Yep. Yep. And, yep. That's and, what I was trying to say to you. Yeah, no, no, no. And I, I totally agree. I, I just think, I just think the difference, the really big difference is the Yankees are, ex were expected to be here. That's the big difference. Um and the Astros were expected to be here. And so here we but the, are. But the Yankees had to bear down. They were down 2-1 in the series. They had to yeah. win two. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. So I, I, they I got just a little yeah. bit more uh, urgency to their to yeah. their mission than the Astros have had, who have kind of felt like almost happy-go-lucky. Like, eh, we can we'll always win. Yeah, and well, the, the, the thing for the Astros, the only – uh, positive of that 18 inning game for them is they got every pitcher out on that mound and everyone got a little something, something of, uh, yeah. of, uh, of importance, right? Cause every pitch they threw were important in that game. Mm -hmm. They won nothing, 18 innings. There's no, there's no room for error. Literally. I mean, it's just it's right. crazy. So yeah, cause I'm the game was in Seattle too. So anybody could have gotten walked off. Yeah. I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because this is, again, this is history. This is, this is, you know, the, the cheating scandal. This is, uh, you know, the, the, the chance for the, for the Yankees to actually beat them. They can't, it's not the same as David and Goliath of the Dodgers uh, Padres. Right. Cause, cause Houston, Houston's the evil empire in its own way. And so are the Yankees to, to many mm -hmm. people. So it's not to me. I, I, I love the Yankees. So um, I'm looking forward to this in as a baseball historian also of, of recent times of like, wow, this is because you got the same 
core, right? The Bregmans, the judges, the, you know, they're still all there. Cole, a lot of the, Cole, Cole switched the, teams. Yeah. yeah. Cole switched teams. He's like, and he switched team. And when did he actually leave the Astros? And the party of game seven, <laughs> whatever that was, remember? <laughs> well, yeah, while the Nationals were celebrating their World Series win, Gareth Cole took off his Houston hat yeah. Uh, yeah. and he put on a hat from his um, his agent, his agency. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's his face? Um, yeah. Super agent guy. What's his name again? Um, oh, well, yeah, I forget his name too. But um, Tom Cruise, I think. Um, he put on it like literally in the locker room and they yeah. said like, he said, like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not an Astros player anymore. Yeah, like, I mean, we're talking, like, within seconds of losing the game, last out of game seven, uh, post-game interview, uh, he's no longer an Astro. It was, that was pretty telling. That was, uh, that was striking. Um, so here we go, right? There's a lot of really good, interesting matchups and yeah scott boris that's what i'm thinking scott of. boris yeah he put on a scott boris agency hat like in the locker room after the astros lost game seven basically said i'm no way i'm coming back here i hate these fuckers they didn't put me in 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 the game seven in relief and that's why we lost and he might be right and he hated the astros anyway so i just i, I agree with you i think the yankees got to get down and dirty they got to beat this team with with all the gumption that they got, I want to see Rizzo like I want. I want the Astros to try and bunt on Rizzo, and I want Rizzo doing his bunt charge. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I want to see. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I, I want to see just the. I want to see Donaldson just like getting dirty. You know? Yeah. No, we got some grit. Okay. And, so like. Yeah. Um, Judge is there. He's our. He's our star. Yeah. Giancarlo, he's he's got some grit. Um. Donaldson's I want him in the outfield. Too much I want. I want to. Uh, Glaber was there last time, so Glaber remembers the pain of 2019. He was there for that loss, and yeah. um, of course Bader was not there, but he's got plenty of um, grittiness. Um, shortstop has got me a little concerned. Whichever rookie we got there is going to be a little bit wide-eyed at, at this stage, but um, yeah, we've got some guys with a little metal. Uh, to bring to the table, yeah. I, I just, I just think there every this series could be one of those series that just has it all because there's so many great storylines, baseball, you know, story, baseball history, baseball, all kinds of stuff um, going on here that um, is classic, and it's what we, it's as a baseball fan, it's what you want. It's you want. You want a storyline that isn't just one series or one season or two seasons. You want a storyline that stretches out over time, you know? Right. And because baseball is over time, it's like, oh, yeah, remember that guy? Remember that series? Remember these plays? And then that guy moved on. And then they, they had another battle. And and that's where you get these epic. And even yeah. – and and we've seen it, you know, if you've great rivalries like the Yankees and the Red Sox, Giants and the Dodgers, right? You see these things not only stretching players, they stretch teams, like just the, the team from coast to coast and, you know, switching things. And it still like resonates and people still talk about things that happened, you know, a long time ago. But here we have this great thing. We got the Astros six straight championship series. Here they go again. They've been in the World Series a bunch of times. 
Yankees, bastards. Yankees have not been in the World Series since 2009. Um, Correct. And God bless Bob Costa. He said they hadn't won since uh, 2000. I know. Uh, <laughs> he was a little clueless, but oh well. Yeah, well we love Bob Costa. He was. He was. He, he brings he brings the eighties back into our lives. He really does. Which is, he's one of those voices from the past. Yeah, he's out of a Ken Burns documentary. It makes it all. Yeah, it's it's great. But I'm glad he's not calling any more games. No, it's timeless, and it's it's not. It's it's kind of like you question how old you you are because you hear his voice and his phrases and stuff. And you're like, am I in high school again? Because. <laughs> Because that's you know I'm just watching baseball. The guy doesn't age; it's ridiculous, right? No, ex- well, exactly, and that's the, his voice sounds the same. Everything is like, uh, you know, his 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 sayings too. Like after a play, you know, they're they're kind of they're things that you've heard like your whole life. You know, like when you were in. in I just go back to the '80s because that was his his prime time, um, and uh, you know, because he he goes back to an era before baseball was even on cable for the play right 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 I mean, that's where you know a lot of people listening to, <laughs> you, you only and, and you know baseball you watched on broadcast tv and today's game is on broadcast tv by the way the the fox fox is carrying the padres game um it and and so you had this thing that was like you know for us on the west coast baseball playoffs started at 5 30 uh and and you kind of went from there and so mm-hmm. um and it was the voice of bob costas bill skelly and these other these other people who were mm-hmm. associated um so anyway it it um that was that was fun a little bit and yeah then, it was uh, fun it was fun to have a little yeah. taste of that yeah and i just think i think um you know we're we're moving forward and i and there's nothing better than a playoff game in yankee stadium i mean the fans in Petco Park. Well, there's that, but that's a different experience. I'm just saying that the, the Yankee fans are. Yeah. They, well, they, today's they game have... is not going to be in Yankee Stadium. I'm sorry to break it to you. No, no, no. I know that. But what I'm saying is that when they will get there, because they're not the even if the Astros win two, the series is not over. Um, the fans there just just having more playoff games in Yankee Stadium. Yes, that's absolutely. Because that's so history. history. But what I'm saying is the fans are so knowledgeable. They're knowledgeable of their own history. They're knowledgeable of their experiences with these other teams, and they really bring it. They bring it to a certain level that mm. is un unmatched. Believe me, we you and I experienced it. It's the yeah, best. no, exactly. The Bronx it, uh, Yankee Stadium and the area of the Bronx surrounding Yankee Stadium. For any game, but especially a playoff game, yeah. is just next level. There's nothing yeah. like it. It's no. just a freaking madhouse. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't call it the Bronx Zoo for nothing. And what my point is that at those games and with that, those kind of fans, you can have a random conversation with any one of those fans and they will know their baseball. They will know their baseball history. Yeah. Uh, they will know every, all these things. It's If you yeah. did the same thing in other places, they will... Well, I like the garlic fries. Um, so, you know, anyway, I'm just, I, I'm excited because we've got these two great series. Two they're great actually, series. They're playing NL baseball in the NL, even with the freaking DH. I'm telling you that yep. those series are National League old school hardball baseball. Um, well, and, the Guardians were playing NL baseball too. They were, they were, and they were playing on something else too. And, too bad they rocked their baby. Yeah, but, too bad. Oh well. So, yes. Yeah. All right. So long but I to think the Guardians, and it's time for baseball. 
Almost, um, it's almost 12 p.m. on the Pacific Coast. Get your popcorn. Wednesday. Get your beer. Get your get your get peanuts. You get settle in. Kick off your shoes. Um, let's cut now to um, an interview with Bob Melvin before tonight's ball game. I got my swagger back. You know, there's many things that Bob Melvin has done in his life, but he has not swaggered. In fact, did you hear the story about when Kim was, he caught Kim because Kim was going to take a face plant? <laughs> no. Yeah, I think supposedly, you know, because did you see that thing you're like, uh, AJ's like, even Bob Melvin is like hugging Kim, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. In that seventh inning. And, but I heard, I kind of heard side, I didn't dive deeper into it, but I think Bob Melvin said that Kim had tripped. And he was flying into the Kim dugout. Kim is a madman. He's and... Kim's dugout celebrations with the oh Gangnam style. Yeah. He's a maniac. He basically, yeah. like, they play uh, Gangnam style. He dances around. Everybody basically sprays him with beer and champagne during yeah. the entire performance. Yeah. No. Um, that, in fact, someone was saying, is that Gangnam style they're playing? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, is that a little retro? It was like, well, not really. Not in that clubhouse. It's amazing. I love the Padres team as they're constructed. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, too bad we don't have Tatis this year, but the chemistry is great. They'll be um, playing for the Dodgers next year. No, stop. 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 All right. All right. Well, let's go. Baseball. I'm glad we this got our it. swagger back. And We're here. Let's go baseball. Let's go. Let's go. Right. This is this is where it's at. We got your team, your childhood team in the playoffs. and uh, Both of my teams. Yeah, I said your childhood team. Then the Yankees, yeah, Padres. Padres are more important for anyone listening. Yeah. Padres yeah. are more important. They'll always be there. There's but been a lot Padres of other teams make... in between. Um, <laughs> a lot of hats in the closet. Take them all out. Take a photo. <laughs> a lot of here. hats in the closet. And I'll umpire. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. All right, it's going to be fun. It's gonna all right. Fun. Have a good one. We'll talk right. uh, tonight after the games. Perfect. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. That's so baseball. Oh my God, it's so baseball.